0: What's good everybody and welcome back to the show. Today I want to talk about slave morality of business owners and yeah let's get right into it and the first thing I want to do is define terms. That's absolutely the best thing I could do because if I don't define stuff then it's up to interpretation. It may not make sense so let's get that out of the way. So business morality as I define it is a system of ideas judging what is good and bad practice. We all have these ideas of what is good and bad. Maybe we may not have uh, said it explicitly like this but we all have it, and it's better to have a conscious awareness than to have it sunk down within you somewhere, unconsciously. Next definition: a slave. A slave is a person who is the property of someone else. Pretty obvious. And put it together: the slave morality of a business owner is a business owner whose ideals of good and bad business practice comes from the person who owns them. Now, when I say slave, of course I don't mean physical slave. We don't have physical slavery anymore. Well, you can make the argument. But what I mean is psychological slavery. People who have power over you explicitly or who you allow to have power over you implicitly. Next up, I want to talk about the common groups of people who own slaves, aka own business owners who subscribe to slave morality. And those are trends. Trends isn't a person, but it's like a, you know, you know what a trend is, of course. Then you have the customers, then you have friends and family, which is probably the toughest one of the three. And here's what it means to have slave morality. You want something for your business, or you think something is good for your business, but you just denounce it, and you don't implement it, you don't do it, you don't share your idea, or implement it, you denounce it, and what you do is, you reject your own ideas, reject the things that you want to do, and do the things that the slave owners want you to do, the the trends, the customers, and friends and family. Now, I want to list some common examples that you may or may not have been through, but Examples, anyway, believing that you shouldn't have to serve the people that you don't want to serve, but having the mentality that the customer is always right and taking their side in the conflict between an employee and customer. I have to tell you, man, as an employee, the customer, <laughs> the customer is not always right. Everybody has the experience as a customer. Everybody has been an employee at some point. Well, most people have been an employee at some point, And you know, sometimes the customer is wrong. And to have that mentality that the customer is always right is to make it so that your employers, your employees do not want to work for you. And sometimes customers can be very, very wrong. Imagine this, this a scenario, you're driving your car, it's late at night and a car veers over in the other lane and hits you head on, hits you head on, but luckily you're okay. That person was drunk and they were out of control and blah, blah, blah. The police show up on the scene and they're like, Hey, we're going to arrest you. That's what it's like when you take the side of your customer instead of your employee when the customer is obviously wrong. And it decreases the morale and once the, the employee will want to get away from you for sure. The next example that I wanted to bring up is having second thoughts about common trends, seeing stuff on Instagram and TikTok or wherever you're looking at. And you're thinking like, uh, eh, that just seems kind of kind of eh. But you go along because others in your industry are doing the same thing. And this is another big one for local business owners, especially. You could just do the same marketing strategy as your, your competitors, and you all just, you end up just cutting prices and cutting prices and believing the customer is right, and it's a sucky existence, in, in my opinion. And the last one that I wanted to bring up is being the rugged individualist that you are, you know, ninety something percent of people do not go out and start their own, their own business, and of those who do, they're like, fail, because blah, 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 you survived, you have a business, you're an individual. You're different from the vast majority of the population in your emotional temperament and your work ethic and a whole bunch of other stuff. But you subject your craft to the scrutiny of friends and family who have absolutely no experience or expertise. You ask them opinion on something you're doing, and they're like, oh, I don't like that because blah, blah, blah. And you feel some type of way, and then you ask them about something else, and you know what I'm talking about. This is not good. <laughs> that is not good. do not do that. And next up, I want to talk about the easiest ways to prevent... The temptation of slave morality. And the best way to beat temptation is to not have it around you, a.k.a. prevention. Do not put yourself in situations where you're likely to be seen as a slave or have it more likely that you will become a slave. So to get away from trends, all you have to do is have marketing principles that, you know, are tried and true and tested and work. And to stick to those no matter what, no matter what shiny thing comes on your screen or maybe not even have the stuff on your screen at all. Have these principles and don't have that trendy stuff on your screen. As for your customers, you just have to market better and uh, take the side of your employees, please. Unless your employees are not really good. In that case, you need to get rid of them, get some people who are good at their job, have standards of behavior that you enforced, and take the side of your employees instead. I'm definitely going to talk about that subject in a separate podcast in more length because it's a very important one. Lots of people believe they aren't in control of the relationships they have, but that is absolutely not the case, and I will prove that to you in the next episode, but um, as for your friends and family, pretty much what I do with everything that I do, I compartmentalize people into groups, I'm doing business stuff, if I want to talk about business stuff, I'll talk about the business stuff with the the business people, if I want to do something with basketball, I'll go talk to the basketball people about that, if I'm playing video games, I'll, I'll I'll talk about video games with somebody who's playing the video game, and... You just got to slice and dice people that way. It seems impersonal. It seems kind of rude, but hey, not everybody can help you. Nobody, Not everybody can provide value in every asset of your life. And if there is one person that you can do that to or with, then that's awesome. But you have to understand that most people cannot do that. So your friends and your family, although they mean well and they love you and they care about you and they want your business to succeed, you have to disregard pretty much everything they say unless they have business experiences themselves or have some knowledge that could help you in some type of way. But yeah, that's all I got to say, man. That is business slave, slave morality for business owners. And I'm going to talk about the relationship with customers some more in the next episode. And I'll see you then. Peace out.